right, folks, before we even, before we wait for Ryan to get back, I guess I should check and see if you guys can hear me this time. So, OG Army, can you guys hear me? Yay! It's a show this time. All right. Now, uh, I apologize. I have no clue what the problem was last time. Uh, I had all my settings correct. I, it might have something to do with the fact that I had a webcam plugged in earlier to record stuff. Um, although my settings were, were fine, all I did was uh, turn off the Podbean app and then turn it back on again. But yet, here we are. Ryan, how you doing, sir? You broke everything. I We're am- all fucked up today. Yeah, I have no clue. It's sorry, sorry, folks. It's probably my fault. Uh, I'm sure things. I'm sure that's going to be the tone of the rest of the show. But that's okay. Welcome to the other ground live, the only show with a couple idiots running it. Uh, <laughs> Ryan, how'd your day go? You know, it was it was another day. It's uh, it's Thursday, right? Um, is it? Is it Wednesday, Thursday? Yes, it is Thursday. Yeah, I thought it might have been Wednesday, but yes, sir, it is Thursday. Well, in that case. Time to do the claw. Goddamn right. <laughs> Alrighty, I have uh, got uh, topics for today, so let me bring up the old notepad on the mighty, mighty cell phone. Uh, let's see. Well, let's see things we can talk about tonight, which I guess I should have listed on the OG. Um, I can tell you guys the, the story of about how I turned a sweater into a latte machine. That should be fun. Uh, it's mostly going to be a conversation on gifts and returning gifts and regifting and things like that. Um, if we get time for it, uh, I would like to go into why I don't like to talk about politics. Uh, and also, if we have time, uh, Game of Thrones. I don't know if you've watched it before, uh, but it's, my wife's currently re-watching it uh, while we're on quarantine lockdown. Uh, so, you know, uh, I'd like to talk about Game of Thrones and how it kind of ruined the other shows for me for quite a while. Uh, of course, anything that you guys want to talk about, feel free to call in. Uh, Ryan, if you got anything, obviously, uh, you're more than free to bring that up as well. Um, but did obviously you have anything? What we're start- obviously, what we're starting with is... World premiere, Pastor Jay. <laughs> yes, sir. Music video for Jay's gonna give it to you. <laughs> How did that go for you, sir? Oh, horrible. Um, I had promised that I was gonna do it in one take because there's no point in me practicing these things over and over again. The point is just for me to go out and do it. Uh, unfortunately, it was the first time I'd used this webcam with the new software because it was a new computer, so new software. I played around on certain things. Uh, I was happy to see that I was able to do a double screen thing with the lyrics playing in like the bottom corner of it and have the music playing as well while I was doing it because I thought it was gonna be kind of awkward if I just sang along and you guys couldn't hear the song. Uh, unfortunately, uh, even though I had the microphone set at about half, apparently I'm loud as fuck. <laughs> While I was speaking, it seemed just fine, but apparently I rap slightly louder than I speak, and it was really loud and really distorted. Um, so the actual attempt wasn't that great. Uh, for mocking purposes, I'm sure it's just fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, but- for the next next version, we're going to have to get you to use like the, the actual like decent microphone. And just run the video through the webcam. Yeah, and yeah. You well, also need to find like just a like a instrumental version because just like yelling over the actual lyrics, it's a little suspect. Well, I don't. Well, I see if they could. You know what? They probably have YouTube karaoke versions of stuff, don't they? It wouldn't surprise me. Uh, All so you have yeah, to do is take DMX. X gonna give it to you instrumental. Throw it in YouTube, and you'd find it. Right, right. Well, as as long as it shows along the lyrics, because I don't have the 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 
you know, lyrics to any of these songs memorized for the most part. Um, and we're moving on. I'm not going to go ahead and do DMX again. We're going to move on to other songs. Uh, I think uh, it's, since people on the OG talked about it and seemed to like it, I'm going to be doing uh, requests, you know, uh, half passive Jason, a song. Uh, hopefully no more rap because, I'm, you know, it's so bad no, at that. No, name. Only, only rap. No, it's not going to be only rap. is becoming a rapper. It's not going to be fact, only rap. That's horrible. No, in fact, we're, we're doing OG hip hop karaoke We're, we'll do a whole tournament <laughs> no i okay let, let's let me put it this way i will do rap I, I i know i just said i didn't want to do rap if that's what you guys want i will do rap but i'll do other songs too whatever song you guys request let's do it that way and i'll look in the scene if i can't uh make my webcam video and my microphone play nice the only issue with that is uh, my professional microphone is of the type that you have to be really close to it so like you know literally i'm literally right now maybe three inches from my microphone screen so um, what you do is you actually put some time into this and mm-hmm. and you record the song and then you do a video for it where you're basically lip-syncing yourself karaokeing if that's a word is karaoke-ing well, a word? It might be. Well, uh, before I get too deep into it, I'm, what I'm going to do for now is, uh, assuming I can get my microphone and webcam to play nice, is just do it for now. You, and you won't be able to see a little bit of my face because it'll be behind the microphone. But that'll make it look more gritty and hardcore, right? No, no. Gritty and hardcore are things that I don't think have ever been used to describe you and never will. Well, they will now. <laughs> so, and yeah, I'll do, like I said, I'll do other songs. Uh, we're, we're, a couple of years ago, I did something like that when the OG had the uh, uh, Take On Me Challenge, where you're supposed to uh, sing the lyrics to that. Uh, and, you know, I put my best effort into it, which obviously isn't that good, but people seem to enjoy it. Uh, I actually like singing. I'm no good at it, but it's something I like to do. Uh, so that's why I don't have much of a problem with make embarrassing myself. It'd be a different thing in person. Like, I don't think I could go do in-person karaoke where everyone was watching me and such. Um, unless I was really, really drunk, but so you're, you can't <laughs> go and do in-person karaoke, but you're totally fine doing absolutely unprepared karaoke recorded and posted to the internet where the entire world can watch. Yeah, pretty much. Well, you know, the, I, I can ignore bad comments in, uh, on the internet and they don't really bother me. If you, if I don't know you, your opinion of me doesn't really matter. Uh, if you, if you, if you're, if you like me, if you're someone, you know, then your opinion matters to me. If you don't like me, then I don't care what you think. I, if the, I guess that's hard to explain, but um, that being, yeah, that's is, part of is it. Is that why your wife reaches out every night talking about how you're crying? <laughs> uh, and, and another thing for it is uh, that uh, no one's actually watching me do it. Uh, I feel self-conscious when I'm trying to do something with an audience. Uh, so if there's nobody watching me do it while I'm doing it, it's a lot easier for me to pull off. It's like that old thing. I'm sure you've had it happen to you a million times where there's something that you're good at and you can pull off no problem. But when someone watches you, you always feel like you're going to fuck it up. No, no, I actually have no sort of nerves when it comes to things like that. Uh, Well, you know, but that's pretty common. Lots of people are like that. So uh, that's why I like uh, doing this kind of stupid shit uh, alone and then posting it on the Internet for people to mock because it's a lot easier for me to do it that way. 
So, but yeah, if people think it was funny, uh, I apologize that the first effort wasn't that great. I will, uh, I'm not going to practice any of the songs, but I guess what I should have done beforehand was just fucked around with the equipment. So I'm recording random stuff that I had no intention of posting. Uh, so uh, I, we'll do it every day if you guys want. I don't give a shit. It's not like I got anything else going on. So you guys somewhere on the OG post a song you want me to do tomorrow and I'll uh, try to have the setup a little better this time. Yeah, we're going to have to find something. I'll, I'll have to do some digging while we're we're talking here and come up with the uh, with a good song for you to try. Right on, right on. So, yeah, I, I hope the, uh, I don't know how many people actually watched the old one, but uh, the, the first one, but I'm hoping it was entertaining enough. And that's about all I got to say about that. <laughs> so what else do you have for us? Oh, let's. Go. One, two, three, two, go. Uh, let me tell you about the time I turned a sweater into a latte machine. Well, that sounds ridiculous. Yes. Well, of course it is. Uh, as you guys know, I work at a very nice country club and with some very affluent members, and they do nice stuff for me uh, uh, at the holidays and stuff. Uh, at the end of the year, a lot of them will slip me some cash or give me a present. Uh, one of the members has given me a very nice present for the last five or ten years. Uh Unfortunately, it's almost for the last, well, not unfortunately, but funnily enough, for the last five or six years, it's been the same thing, basically. She keeps on giving me, like, different variations of sweaters and hoodies. They're very nice sweaters and hoodies, but they're sweaters and hoodies, which I have a ton of. So, but they're not, you know, so I appreciate it. It's the sort of stuff I wear uh, sometimes. Like, when she gave me a hoodie, it was nice. It was a cashmere hoodie. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> so, I wore I wore that once or twice and then gave it to my uh, wife because I'm not really a cashmere sweater kind of guy, even if it is a cool hoodie. hoodie. Um, and it was like a hundred dollar hoodie. I was like, I was like, God damn, there's a hundred dollar hoodies. I thought it was like the most expensive hoodie ever made until this year. Um, this year she gave me a package and uh, the note on top of it. And this is like, you know, oh, maybe four or five days before the end of the season. It's cold as fuck. It's mid December. Uh, I sit at a desk like 10 feet from the front door wearing a suit. So I'm normally freezing my ass off and the members all know it and they all make jokes about it and ask me if I'm okay and yada, yada, yada. Uh, so this year she, uh, gives me a package for a little note on it and says, bye Jay, I'll see you next year. Cause you know, they're going to Florida cause they're not going to fuck around with this kind of weather. They're rich. <laughs> um, so, um, I take the package to the back, uh, of my office and look at the note and you know, there's just a little note saying, Hey, uh, Jay, just a little something, uh, uh, to keep you warm while, uh, while you're at work, uh, and the show, uh, how much we appreciate what you do or something like that. Something, something of the nature of saying, keep you warm at work. Uh, I open it up and it's a hoodie, which I thought was kind of funny in the first place. Cause I can't wear a fucking hoodie at work. <laughs> it's, a, it's a, uh, you know, um, I, I wear a suit and tie and such. <clears throat> and it was a, uh, brand called, uh, Canada goose, which I'd never heard of before. Uh, so I was like, Oh, that's nice. And you know, uh, catering manager comes out. Oh, would she get you something too? I showed it to her. She goes, that's a very nice, you know, you know, Canada goose is a really expensive brand. Like really? She goes, yeah, yeah. Look that up on the internet. So I go, oh, no problem. Yeah. I knew which store she got it from. Cause you know, it's got a gift receipt and all this good stuff. So I look it up on the internet and this hoodie is 375 fucking dollars for that a hoodie. Right. For that brand. Oh, it's so all you're familiar with Canada goose. Well, yeah, uh, I'm not a moron. Oh, well, you know, well, once now that I'm familiar with it, I started seeing it everywhere all over the club with that little logo and shit. I mean, it, but uh, and that's when I found out that most of our members are wearing like $1,000, $1,500, $2,000 fucking coats, you know, winter coats and stuff. 
I was like, holy shit, I had no clue that was shit was that expensive. You know, I know designer clothes are expensive, but these just look like normal clothes. It's nothing sp uh, fancy or special. Um, but still, I appreciate it. I'd never owned anything like that. So uh, uh, ironically, my uh, wife had the week before that gotten me something on clearance in the pro shop that was like a $150 hoodie for like 25 bucks. So I was like, when she got it to me, I was like, wow, this is the nicest hoodie I'm ever going to own. And I actually, I think I actually said that. And then like a week later, someone gave me a $375 hoodie. Um, but so I tried it on and it was too small. Uh, not surprisingly, uh, she, she tried, but it wasn't even close. So I figure whatever, um, let's go ahead and take it back to where it went and we'll go ahead and exchange it for a different one. Uh, which was, as it turns out, Neiman Marcus, which is not surprising. That's a rich person store. So I went to the rich person store, which was located in the rich person's mall, a nice place called uh, the Somerset collection over in Troy, Michigan. Very, 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 very uh, pricey stores. You know, uh, I felt very out of place in that mall. I, I imagine security probably followed me around most of the time, uh, but I go in the store and I'm like, Hey, I've got this sweater and you know, it was a gift and I really appreciate it, but it's the wrong size. Can I get the right size? And they take it and they go, Oh, sorry. We, we don't have that in, in your size. We, you'd have to order it from our catalog. I'm like catalog. They're like, yeah, here it is online. Take a look. And I start looking at it. I'm like, uh, there's okay. Well, if I'm going to order on, if I have to order it online, I don't necessarily think I really might want the sweater. So I, I started looking through the catalog a little bit because, you know, they were more than happy to cater my need, to my needs. And I spotted a fucking latte machine, uh, like a Nespresso, like automatic latte machine. You put in the milk and use the Nespresso pods and it makes the foam milk and heated milk. It, make, it makes cappuccinos. It makes espressos. It makes lattes. And it was the exact same fucking price as the sweater, $375. Uh which was turned out expensive. That's turned that was the manufacturer's price that it came out uh, for, and now you can get it on Amazon for like two hundred fifty dollars instead of three hundred seventy-five. But on the other hand, I didn't have a gift receipt to Amazon. I had a gift receipt to Neiman fucking Marcus. So that was the least marked up thing I could see because you know they had all kinds of stuff that was to me super duper expensive. It's like oh I can get this hat like a baseball cap for fucking eighty dollars, yeah, or I can get this T-shirt for one hundred twenty-five dollars. At least the latte machine wasn't marked up past what it's what it cost when it first came out. Because when I looked at I looked it up, you could find ads for it when it first came out that it was three hundred seventy-five dollars. Neiman Marcus just didn't drop the price uh, a year after it came out like everybody else did. Uh, so I ordered that instead. Um, it took about a week for it to get there. And now I have an awesome uh, latte machine. And I honestly think, uh, that I kept to the spirit of the gift cause she wanted something to keep me warm and I'm enjoying all kinds of delicious coffee drinks during the winter. So here's my question to you, Ryan, did I do something wrong? Should I have gotten the exact thing that she got me or was it okay that I turned it in for something else since, uh, I didn't have my size. Yeah, for the most part, you're a piece of shit ingrate, and you probably should have gotten an article of clothing. I think what was probably happening there is she saw you in your cheap, shitty ties day after day after day and wanted you to actually wear something acceptable to the Jewish mafia standards. <laughs> okay, first off, I couldn't wear it at work. It's not part of my uh, dress code. I can't wear like a hoodie, no matter how nice it is. It's a suit and tie or, or nothing. And if I wore nothing, I'd be fired. So it's basically just a suit or tie. Uh, and two, you know, so which has kind of made the you know nature of the gift kind of uh, spiritual rather than literal. Obviously, she didn't intend me to wear it at work. So she got me something to keep me warm. Um, 
if and uh, as I mentioned, if it was in the store in stock, I would have got that. But if I, if I have to order something off the catalog anyways, why not get something different? I, it's not like I'm going to hurt her feelings or something like that. And it's not like I regifted it or something, which is a completely different topic. I still got something for me. Yeah, it sounds like you're jumping through quite a few hoops trying to justify this to yourself. <laughs> not that I haven't regifted before that, but that's uh, how about you? Have you ever regifted something? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, so no, for like five or six years in a row, like our, uh, like executive VP, like where I work would give everybody like a two or $300 bottle of wine, mm. like for every holiday. Right. I don't really drink wine. Right. So it's, so it's pretty I, much a waste. Yeah. Right. So I would just give it to someone like, Hey, want an expensive bottle of wine? Here you go. Yeah. That, yeah. And that works out well. So, you know, and then you give, gave someone a nice gift and, uh, you know, um, and I've done that with the same person. Like they've given me, like, like I said, sweaters a whole bunch of times and they're always very nice cashmere sweaters. Like they cost like a hundred or $200 and I have a couple of them, but after the third or fourth one that I wear, like never, cause they're, I don't, not a sweater person. I literally wear them once or twice a year. Like if we go someplace on a holiday or something and I want to look nice. Uh, but not like suit and tie nice. But the last couple of them, I've actually we've actually given away to gifts. Like I gave one to my uh, wife's uh, uh, father, so my father-in-law, because uh, he's a sweater person. Uh, which you know he he liked it, but he hasn't he has no clue that it's an expensive sweater. <laughs> so hold <laughs> on here. So when you when you're regifting this, are you doing it for like a holiday or a special occasion, or is it just out of the blue to someone? Uh, normally a little bit of both, uh, because I get them around the holiday. It's normally one of his gifts. It's not the only thing we give him by any means. We normally go out and buy gifts and all that good stuff. It's just an extra one. So but there it, you're being a dirty regifting ingrate. Well, don't you get your stuff at the holidays? Do you hold on to the wine for six months before you give it away to somebody? No, I give it to someone completely randomly, not attached to a holiday. Well, but you're but you're getting into it. You're getting it at around the holiday time. So technically, they would assume you're giving it to them because of the holidays. But we're doing the same thing. Someone gave me a random gift that I'm not going to keep. So I'm going to give it to them. It happens to be around the holiday times, but it doesn't have anything to do with their holiday gifts. Or, you know, it doesn't affect what we're going to give them for the holidays. Mm-hmm. Likely story. <laughs> but yeah, like I said, the funny thing is, he, you know, we gave it to him, and it's like a two hundred dollars sweater. He's like, "Oh, nice, cool." And I don't think he ever wore it or used it or had any clue that it was expensive. But if he does, if obviously he, if he didn't like it enough to wear it, well, that's no big deal. Yeah, yeah we didn't, we weren't trying to impress him with the quality of the sweater. We were just trying to give him something we thought he'd like. Hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I totally buy that one. <laughs> All right, maybe we should move on. <laughs> you want to talk about politics or rather not talk about politics? Yeah, so why are you a pussy and not able to express your feelings and and ideas behind politics? Okay, there's uh, multiple levels of this. Basically, I don't want to talk about politics and I don't want to hear other people's opinions on politics. And it all comes down to the same one basic reason. I'm not going to tell you about your political, about my political beliefs, because I'm pretty sure you're a reasonable, intelligent person and have done your research and formed your opinions. And, and this is what really especially applies to stuff on Facebook and things like that. This is what I really hate about that, where someone will post a, a political blurb or meme or things like that. As if me also being a reasonable person who's done my research on and for my own opinions is really going to be swayed by a picture of uh, 
of like the a political person they don't like in a funny position saying you know or showing stupid things i just fucking hate that bullshit you're not going to show me you're not going to give me present to me an argument on facebook that's going to change my opinion i've already did my research and i try to give everyone else the benefit of the doubt that they've already done their research on their political opinions and no little casual uh, conversation that I have with them is going to change their opinion. Yes, if you want to sit down and have a super serious discussion with somebody on politics and a back and forth and all that good stuff, I can see opinions changing and things like that. But I'm not interested in doing that with fucking people. Your opinion is your opinion. I'm not going to spend an hour if you're trying to convey my point and why I think what I think and why you shouldn't think what you should think. It's not worth my fucking time. Uh, so, and since I'm not going to do it on a serious level, I'm certainly not going to do it on a fucking casual level. Like I said, I, Ryan, I don't know what your political beliefs are, but I assume that you didn't just pull them out of your ass. I assume that you fucking did research and you've formed serious opinions using your mind and me saying, oh, I don't think so. So, 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 so isn't really going to change your opinion, is it? Well, I mean, I'm always right, so probably not. Yeah. See, so why but waste my fucking time doing it? Number, number one, you're spending way too much time on Facebook. Like that's suspect in itself. Right, but it's well, the same thing happens on the OG. People argue their politics back and forth constantly. Has anyone ever changed their mind because someone said some shit to them on the OG about it? I mean, I suppose it happens, but it, it's such a low percentage, and I don't care enough to try that hard to try to train someone's opinion. And I certainly don't care what their opinion is because I'm because I'm sorry, I'm kind of conceited, but I've already made my choices. <laughs> you know, you're not going to tell me some amazing revelation that's going to change how I think about all this shit. It's just you know. Well, well, you know, that, what, you're already too busy defending yourself of allegations of abandoning children and defrauding the government. And yeah, you don't want to throw politics in the mix. Holy shit, dude. What do you think, Grad? Hey, what's up, boys? How you doing, boss? Hey, Thanks Grad. for calling. Hey, Ryan, uh, PJ. Uh, yeah, fuck yeah. I just wanted to call it a little bit. Uh, okay, so what, I apologize. I've been running around. So what's what, what, what are we not or are discussing in regards to politics? Um, I, I mean, we can always talk about politics, but I was just explaining why I generally speaking, don't interact in polit uh, political discussion. Uh, cause it's, you know, I don't think I'm going to change your opinion. I don't have the time to do the intense research to have serious political talks with people. And on a casual level, it's not going to change anything. So I don't uh, see any point in doing it. Yeah. So the most thing... part... yeah go, go ahead, Greg. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, so I was going to say. Okay, we we both go ahead at each other. God damn it. <laughs> um, but yeah, all I was going to say there is like, so for the most part, I don't like talking politics as a whole, but right. like specific subjects, it makes sense. Like, I don't care about left versus right, but like on this topic, this stance versus this stance, I think there can be good discussions there. Yeah, that's that's a different type of pol political discussion, and I I don't mind that quite as much as you know as when someone asks me what do you think about this. Well, okay, if you're not gonna if you're gonna give it to me as an issue it, instead of uh, making me pick a side, then yeah, I don't mind talking about it. Then Jay's gonna give it to you. Then Jay's gonna give it to you. Yeah, yeah. Fuck waiting right. on your own. Jay's gonna deliver it to you. But what First do you think, Ray? Uh, okay, well, um, I know me and Ryan kind of hashed it out. I think it was last week in regards to uh, the way Trump handled the whole situation in regards to what's going on with COVID, the snap, and we kind of uh, butted heads. He didn't. He thought that he did not handle it as well as he could have. I disagree with him. Um, 
But yeah, no, just uh, yeah, I just wanted to call in, fucking shoot the shit a little bit, get these other fucking cocksuckers to call in. Nobody's calling you. <laughs> yeah, man, fucking. Um, so uh, yeah, with the pol- political thing, obviously. Well, I, my take as a Canadian looking outside on the inside, um, I think with what is going on right now with the whole COVID thing, I think uh, it's unfortunate. The media, this and that, are fucking trying to. Uh, uh, not take down Trump, but make him look worse than other leaders. I think, anyways, to the extent that what's going on. Again, I don't want to get the whole political bullshit now. Right, right. But um, thing is, uh, as a Canadian, though, the thing is, the way Trudeau is uh, running the show, if I had a choice, I'd pick uh, Trump over Trudeau. I, I'm sorry, go ahead, PJ. What, what were you going to ask? Well, no, it's funny you mentioned that about the uh, media thing, uh, because I don't pay any attention to the news media media at all. Uh, back in the day, it used to be the news, fair and impartial. Yes. You know, now yes, it's sir. the news. What flavor do you want? Um, and once news starts picking size, sides, it's not news anymore. It's propaganda. So I don't pay any attention to any of it because it's only one side of the story. What was that? What uh, one Robert Redford movie with uh, what's his face? Uh, Washington. Uh, I forget the movie. Back in the uh, Debbie Does Dallas. No, fucko. Oh, no, okay. isn't it like it? Isn't it Wag the Dog or something like that? As a, no, I think no. That's what you're referring to. No, no. It was uh, two reporters. Uh, it was a 1980s movie. Um, Robert Redford and the guy from what? Uh, forget um, his name. He was the slow guy. With uh, Tom Cruise, who kind of cards and that. What the fuck's his name? The actor. Oh, uh, that is uh um. Damn! Now you got me fucked up on it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the thing uh, is, it was a really, really well done movie. It was back in the eighties, and it basically talked about how uh, media kind of influences people somewhat to some Dustin extent. Hoffman, like, by the way. Yes, yes, sir. Yes. Uh, so I forget the movie na- movie's name. It was Hot All the President's Men. No, no, no. Well, then they've no. been in more than one movie together. Yeah, because <laughs> that—that's a movie about... starring Robert Redford and Dustin Hoffman as as Woodward and Bernstein. The uh, it's the that was the movie about the uh, um um fucking uh, Watergate shit. Oh, I got it. So hey. that's not the one. Oh, no, what, um, what do you, what do you got? Right? Auditions fourteen. No, no, was... no. I think it was twelve. No, it was a. No, the thing is, it was two news reporters that were breaking a news story. I forget what movie it was or whatever. But yeah, man, fuck. <laughs> thing is, first off, how are you guys doing in the States? How is COVID treating you, Ryan, as well as you, PJ? Uh, you guys holding up all right or what? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so at least at least I'm to the point where it's just it's just kind of the new normal at this point. I think, I think my state's <sighs> locked down through May 20th. At this point, May twentieth. So, okay. Holy shit! Yeah, we still got like another month of this shit. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> oh, COVID. Oh. <coughs> oh, Jesus Christ! Someone help me! Help. Okay, I'm fine. That's that's <laughs> no cool. That's fucking good weed you're fucking smoking. <laughs> yeah, that might have something to do with it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So Canada thing is, yeah, fuck. It's more or less we're kind of locked down somewhat as well. But fuck, man. What do you guys think in regards to one? Things are going to kind of slow down, open up, or because I know uh, Michigan and Lansing, they did, they had that big uh, protest or whatever, right? Uh, BJ. Yes, 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 they did. Uh, they called it the 
Operation Gridlock, I believe they called it. They took a whole bunch of people and drove them, drove their cars to downtown Lansing, which is Michigan's uh, state head, uh, capital. capital. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, supposedly, now I have very mixed feelings about this. On one hand, I totally understand where they're coming from. While I think the quarantine in general has been a good idea, I think it's saving lives. I do think that here in Michigan, parts of it are overreaching and unnecessary. So I agree with them on that part. And I, the people that organize it were, while were while incredibly naive, uh, at least had uh, the best ideas at heart. They, you know, their ideas were, you know, have everyone come in their cars, everyone stay in their cars so they don't infect each other. Make sure you don't block essential services. Well, none Although of those they things ended happened. up doing that. Yeah, right. None of those things happened. They, everyone got out of the car. They had kids running around. Uh, they did block essential services. At least one nurse uh, said that she couldn't get to work uh, who was working in a pen, and she was like one of the people that was in charge of drugs. So someone did not get their morphine. Uh, I, I know at least two or three ambulances were stuck in traffic and couldn't get to the hospital. I don't know if anyone died or not, but in general, that's a poor way to protest. Anyone blocking traffic is a cocksucker. From either side, if you're protesting by blocking traffic, you should mm-hmm. get run the fuck over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but guys, that's not what happened. What these guys did—they did, they didn't selectively block off traffic. They again, they concentrated their efforts in certain areas where people were not necessarily going to work, coming from work, and that they were trying to make well, a they, point. Well, they tried to make a point, but they ended up blocking several ambulances, like Jay said. Okay, nurse, out like of that. how many? Out of how many, though? Come on, right? One is too many. You don't you don't block people uh, that could be dying. That's stupid. Uh, if you, if obviously. You wanna, I'm all for like protest. If you want to protest your point, do it, but don't do it by risking people in that way. Right. Do you guys think? Do you guys think? Do you, guys think do you think the pro- those protesters did it deliberately? It, again, what what I'm no, saying they did to because they were dumb and didn't think it through. Like, yeah, that's no. the thing. Yeah, yeah, I they deliberately did it. Right. I, you know, exactly. They had the best in people's best interests at heart. They didn't intentionally do that. But when you take a whole bunch of people and shove them through the streets trying to block, to intentionally block traffic, you don't get to choose who wants to get through. You know, it, it was a dumb idea at heart if they wanted to do, you know, if they didn't want to block essential services, because there's no way to do it that way. You know, to say, okay, we don't want to block essential services, but we want to fuck up traffic. Well, it's an either or thing. You know, you, you don't know which, where traffic is going to flow where that ambulance is coming from or where they need to go to. So, I mean, it just can't be done. So I don't know how they thought they could have. Can I turn it around, though? What's your thoughts on, for example, over the last few years, BLM protests where the same thing happened and nobody discusses that in the media and that, right? So They're also fucked hard and should have been run over. I agree. All right. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm very negative on people protesting in the streets at all. I'm, I agree with Ryan on that one. I'm not saying they should be run over, but they take that risk, uh, and uh, I feel bad for people that have been put in a position where they had to uh, assault somebody because they were in fear of their life. Because I've seen that before, like the Black uh, Lives Matter protests, where they stop cars and the, you know, and the people are in fear of their lives. And in certain cases, watching the video, they should be. People are banging on their doors and trying to open on their windows and trying to open open their door and drag them out and stuff. If I was in that situation, which would be a nightmare, I've had actual nightmares about it actually um, because something similar to that happened in Detroit once. And I'll tell that story here in a bit. Um, I, 
I, I, I'd probably hit the gas too. You know, I, I, I commit a crime and probably go to jail for it, but I don't want uh, to get drug and drug out of my car and beaten to death either. That's just a shitty position to be put in. I agree. Yeah. I get, I get Vinable America said, you guys, for example, Canada, we don't have these protests per se, but at the same time, the way I look at it is that you guys have the right to do that more. So the extent that, at least there's no backlash. And again, America is the best country in the world. As a Canadian, I'm saying it personally, but yeah, I agree. There are, there are dummies out there that are you know, utilizing shit like this. And unfortunately, people do die in that, which is very unfortunate. But at the same time, though, America was based on freedom, right? So. Oh yeah, you know, no, they, they're one hundred percent right to be upset. Uh, so, uh, like I said, some of the restrictions that they're putting on us are just silly. But even then, I understand why they're putting restrictions on it. Like one of the things that they're upset about is that uh, while they're letting you go out and do stuff like kayaking, they won't let you use a motorboat. Okay, that does suck, and that is restricting people's freedoms. On the other hand, I can understand why, because kayaking is just you hopping in a boat in a kayak and going out. A boating is normally multiple people on a boat. You normally have to stop and get gas. Uh, and there's you know ult- multiple steps to it that where you could infect different people if you happen to be infected. And I don't know why she did that, but I assume that's why she did that. Uh, and there's other things like that. Like uh, people are upset that you can't buy non-essential goods uh, at big box stores. Uh, most of them don't know that. They just think you can't buy non-essential goods but they don't read the uh, different restrictions. Uh, and one of the things they focus on is what you mean? You mean I can't go to home Depot and buy seeds right now. That's ridiculous. You know, da, 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 da. you're saying I can't grow stuff. I can't grow food. You're, you're, you're violating my rights. One. Yes, they are violating your rights. They, you know, there's, they, sh- you shouldn't be able to restrict stuff like this, but they're not very violating your rights all that much. You can get seeds. That's one of the things that they focus on that, that, that surprises me. You can buy seeds, just not from a gigantic big box store. You can buy it from a small hardware store or you know a feed store or any store that's less than 50,000 square feet. And the reason they did all those non-essential goods things is because they don't want people wandering around the store uh, buying, you know, buying stuff that isn't needed and infecting stuff uh, in these large crowds. This, I don't know why it's okay at a smaller store, but it is. So one of the things that they're upset the most about is a, kind of a non-issue if you look into it. Hey guys, I, I got to log off. Listen, um, uh-huh. long story. Again, as a Canadian, I really respect my uh, American brothers down south. And uh, yeah, fuck, you know what, man? America's the best country in the world. I, as a Canadian, I. Uh, strongly believe that and uh i don't know anyways hey. uh, what's hey, that? You, you canadians are cool with me man despite the fact i think you guys are gonna invade us at one point i disagree here america absolutely great but until you've just been chilling on the beach in like costa rica like i i don't know i, I think i might take that <laughs> yeah with your with your american pension and that right Anyways, well, this, absolutely, of course. I'm not saying. Yeah, I, I want to take the good things from America to a beach. Listen, God, bless, God, God bless you guys. I got to log off. All right. All right. Hey, you have a great one. Thanks for calling, man. All right. All right, Chad. Bye bye. That is 100 true. I believe Canada is going to invade us one day. If you look, if you look it up, uh, look up some of the stats. I believe it's 90 percent of Canada's population lives within 100 miles of the American border. That's because they're all massing up to come on over. 
walking. You think I'm kidding? Come over, come here to Detroit in the middle of the winter. If you listen really closely, you can hear them sharpening up their ice skates, getting ready to invade, just kind of slide right on over the Detroit River. So I don't worry yeah, about it because obviously we're the point that they would invade us at. Yeah, but think of it this way. There are more gills you know? in Detroit than the entire country of Canada. I don't know. I, that, you know what? That'd be an interesting stat. I bet you con, uh, Canada is the only country that probably has competition for guns per person with America. Because they seem like a pretty outdoor, woodsy country for the most part. Um, I know they're kind of more of a liberal base than America is for the most part. But I assume they got tons of guns. Or, or But like I said, I've done no research. They might have really horrible gun restrictions over there. Yeah, firearm restrictions much tighter in Canada than it is here. See, that doesn't make any sense to me. Canadians always seem like rugged, you outdoorsy people. You know, their their country certainly is. Uh, I guess, I guess they decided they didn't need guns. Well, I mean, <laughs> they they obviously need guns. Like you have your hunters and stuff up there, but yeah, right. for the most part, like there are more guns in Detroit than there are in Canada. <laughs> That's probably true. Uh, speaking of Detroit, I was going to talk about. Uh, why I have nightmares about that sort of thing when we were talking about crowds. Um, this is four or five, six years ago, maybe a little bit longer. Uh, a guy was driving through the hood. White guy was driving through the hood in Detroit and he accidentally hit like an 11 or 12 year old. He wasn't speeding. She just darted out in front of his car in the neighborhood between two cars. Um, being the, the good Samaritan that he was and not wanting to commit a crime, he stopped to see what had happened. Uh, and the ch- child was not, like critically injured, but she was fairly seriously injured. Um, he never got to find out that because a whole bunch of people ran up and beat him into a fucking coma. Um, and like, literally he was in a coma for like six weeks and I, I, he's probably still not right. And ever since then, I've always been terrified about driving through the hood because he didn't do anything wrong. He matter of fact, he tried to do the right thing afterwards and, you know, and he got beaten half to fucking death and, you know, she, that shit could have happened to anybody, man. I mean, what would you do in that situation, dude? If you were in a really fucking shitty neighborhood and some kid darts in front of you and you hit him, do you stop? Yeah. Uh, do you? I mean, I, I I know that's what you're supposed to do. I mean, but it's scary. I mean, don't, I mean, you realize that you could be get fucked up as soon as you get out of the car. And I don't yeah, care how bad, bad SF you are. If there's like eight, eight or ten people trying to hurt you, you're probably going to get fucked. Yeah, but if you hit someone in a car and you just drive off, there's a much greater opportunity that they're just going to die. Help right. I don't want that on my conscience. No, no. That's why I said it's a nightmare. That's why I said I've had nightmares about it. It's like a really, it's like an impossible situation. No matter what you do, you're fucked. <laughs> or, or you can just, you know, play the, the white guy card. So uh, there was a guy, I think it was in, it may have been Kansas or Nebraska. I don't remember really. Uh, but this guy was a doctor and he was driving home and I think he had stopped at a bar. I don't think he was drunk at the time, but he hit this guy and he just kept going. And the entire time this guy died essentially instantly and was on his car. Oh, Jesus. I drives all the way home, parks his car, goes inside. Eventually they like track it down and he ends up getting off basically scot-free because he was traumatized by it. Oh, see you know that's some bullshit i mean and i had no I'm idea still... what was happening like right. you know, it was an accident he had no clue what was going on and he's a you know pillar of the community being a doctor and all and he got yeah. off 
yeah, see, you know, that's bullshit. And, but I don't want to be put in that situation. So, you know, um, there's many reasons not to drive in the hood, by the way, <laughs> that's just that one. Uh, but yeah, that's yet another reason why I don't like driving in the hood anymore. I used to go down to Detroit and in Pontiac all the time when I was younger, but uh, as you get, as I've gotten older, um, I've, uh, gained a greater sense of my sense of my own morality and a uh, better sense of self-awareness uh, in situations. So I try not to put myself in situations where things can go horribly wrong. Uh, before I didn't think about that shit. I just got lucky. <laughs> I mean, I know you uh, being the big beefy, big Dalton guy that you are, were probably hung, hung out in the ghetto all the time with no problems, but you know, not everybody's like that. I think it's a fun place to drive through now and then. You just don't stop. Like in L.A., like if you go to like a Laker game or something, just kind of drive around that neighborhood. Like everything around the Staples Center is absolute shit. Oh, yeah. Well, there's different levels. Like Main Street Ghetto can be interesting because you're because, you know, like if you're driving down like the a main road, um, watching the watching the fucked up businesses on either side because ghetto businesses are fun um and like the interesting people walking around that's cool what i'm talking about is like driving through side streets residential ghettos that's a bad idea because you're out of sight you know you're out of you're out of direct view you're you don't have tons of cars passing by where it's entirely possible for bad shit to happen to you quickly and not and no one being around to stop it or report it uh, and that's that's when the shit goes down. When Detroit's a really big fucking city too, so some of these residential areas are very large, and some of the fucked up ones are very large. So you can get pretty deep in the basically fucking abandoned territory. Um, in certain cases, if there's not a lot of, if it's a lot very abandoned and there's not a lot of people living there, it doesn't get a lot of police presence because there's no point in going there. So on one hand, you don't normally see a lot of gangs and stuff there because there's nobody to fucking rob <laughs> and all this, you know, most of the buildings have been stripped by this point, but occasionally you'll get stuff, people hanging out and I've came around corners in the ghetto and just had like 20 people standing in the fucking street. And you know, they, they very slowly parted to let me go through. I can show you videos like that. That's, it's pretty fucked up. Uh, but they could have just, just as easily surrounded my car and forced me to either run them over or let them break a window and pull me out. Uh, you sound like an elderly white woman right now, dude. That shit happens, dude. I, I, you know, I, I don't know how much you've been hung out in the ghetto, but I've done it a lot when I was younger and some bad shit. And you have to be aware that bad shit will happen to you if you hang out there long enough. Uh, Fool, I am as <laughs> ghetto as the last sip of Kool Aid left. <laughs> Well, then you you should understand what I'm talking about, man. It's not something to play around with, um, and that's why I don't anymore. I don't go down to Detroit like I used to. I don't. People ask me about Detroit. I'm like, I don't know anymore. Uh, downtown's safe. You should be fine. Don't go outside of downtown. You know. Uh, so that's my advice to people about Detroit anymore. I, I often have people ask me about, oh, what about this neighborhood? What about that neighborhood? I'm like, I can't tell you anymore. I mean, I could go online and look up crime statistics and things like that, but personally, I don't know what the bad neighborhoods are anymore unless I was sitting in there looking at them. It's okay. Your your hood rep is going to skyrocket with all these uh, with all these rap videos you're going to be making. <laughs> it, I hope it's not all rap. Come on, he's got to throw me some things. Other, otherwise, uh, well, let's look at that. We've only got about 15 minutes left, you guys. Uh, we're going to post it on the uh, thread on the OG. Uh, if you guys want to throw a song request at me, I'm willing to listen to it. And Ryan, if you got anything you want to throw at me, now's a time, good time to do it, I suppose. Oh, we already got the song for tomorrow. Oh, what is it? <laughs> New shit, Jay. Tomorrow, you're uh -huh. going to do 
Um, hit him up by Tupac. Hit him up by Tupac. Let me uh put that in my notes so I don't forget it. Um, he doesn't swear too much, does he? Oh no, never. <laughs> well, the I don't mind the swearing thing. I I did try to change uh, uh, all the n words in the DMX to OG or instead. I might have missed one or two. I'm not sure. I was, he raps pretty fast. Because um, I figure that might not be a good idea. I don't mind swearing and you know and throwing out motherfuckers and this, that, and the other. But I figure the the N word might not be good for my career. Well, let's just let's just go with this. The second line of hit him up is that's why I fucked your bitch, your fat motherfucker. Oh, okay. Well, that should be fine. <laughs> Hey there, DJ. How you doing, sir? What can I do for you today? What's up, boys? What up, though? I heard y'all talking about hard times in the ghetto. Thought I'd call in a little story. Oh, sure. What you got, sir? Okay. Well, first, my dad passed away, man. And he he uh, he laughed himself to death. He laughed himself to death. Really? Michigan, and he said he saw... He saw some magnet. Yo, you're cutting out, man. I'm sure that was a good joke. We only heard we only heard laugh himself to death, Michigan magnet, <laughs> which is still pretty now? funny. Be... Can you hear yeah, me? You're cutting... Well, I can hear you just fine, but you keep on cutting out. So you sound like you go, and then when you be talking, it at... you quit it, <laughs> kind of like that. <laughs> Man, yeah, I gotta, I gotta get a Wi-Fi signal and trying to get a, uh, a phone signal. It's, it's kind of hard. And I'm like, well, now, there you go, there you go. You're, you're fine now. Just don't move or like or do anything else. Just stay exactly where you are, right. sir. I'm <laughs> gonna start again. You, man. You okay. Go. Um. All right. In the ghetto, um, I had a buddy that had a uh, very rebel that lived there. Okay, this is a white guy. Uh. And he had a uh, the the power company around here. He had a um, there's a black fellow that would come around and check the meters, meter reader. Yeah. All right. So one day, the racist uncle's dog, a pit bull, jumped out of the fence and chased the meter reader all the way up an electric pole. He had to he had the guy all the way up at the top. All right. Well, the twist is the dog's name. I'm not going to say it, but the dog's name was N word. If you get my drift. Right. So the lazy racist uncle, he comes out and sees, sees his dog a hundred yards down the street with the poor man up in the, up in the air. And, uh, he doesn't want to get dressed to go get him. And he doesn't want to yell the name out either, you know? So he's sitting there debating what to do. And finally the dog's barking, going nuts. He finally goes, Hey, come here in word. And the guy on top of the pole goes, I will whenever this goes away. Oh, Jesus, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, what do you think of that joke? Yeah, it was a, it was a joke. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. Yeah. I'm going to uh, let y'all boys go, man. Mom, give me dirty looks. I got to get there and motorboat her. Uh, all right, right. Good day there right now. I tell you, right. Right. the dangle thing right there. You did day, but not in a while. That's what I'm saying. Thanks for calling in, man. That's what I'm saying. Thanks for calling in. Right on, right on, right on, right on. You have a good one, boss. Thanks for calling
<laughs> I love a good Southern accent. Yeah, that's that was something. It was. There you go. Well, they, I appreciate them calling in. Oh, let's see. Well, we do got we got time for one more topic. Uh, so let's go ahead with it. Um, Game of Thrones. Uh, you ever watch Game of Thrones, Ryan? I did. So I didn't really get into it until I think it was like it was going into the last season. And then I binge watched everything up until the last season. Mm, okay. And then like the rest of the world, I was completely let down with the pile of shit that the last season was. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. The, the last season had highlights to it. There were, there were, uh, there were parts. I, it's, it, I'm glad I watched the last season because there were parts I enjoyed, but overall, yeah, it was pretty disappointing. Um, it's way too short. Some really, some fairly weird, uh, plot decisions and just things that didn't work. Um, but overall, I'm still really happy I watched the show. It was a great show for the most part. Um, one through four seasons, one like through four. Lo- it was like lost to me. Like you get all these really good seasons and then it just absolutely shits the bed. Like it had the chance to be the best show of all time and fucked it up. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, well, and part of the problem is it like it's like it seems like they kind of ran out of steam after season four, maybe season five. Season six and seven had some good stuff in it, but it wasn't the same quality as the first four or five seasons. Well, the problem I had is I tried to watch it like initially and it took me, God damn, it probably took me four or five tries to get through the first episode because the first episode's kind of fucking boring. And it took like the concerted effort going into the last season where I actually sat down and watched two or three episodes back to back. And I was like, okay, I can get into this. Yeah, and I can understand that. Um, I loved the entire thing right up to the, uh, almost right up until the end. Uh, but I think I think my favorite part of the entire show, so if we're gonna get into that part of it, was probably the episodes with the Hound and Area. I just love their entire dynamic. They could have did a, a spin-off show that was just those two that I would have been perfectly happy with that. Yeah, they weren't bad. So along so along this line, knowing that this one shit the bed, what do you see as like, you know, an example of like a top three show for you from like start to finish that didn't fuck everything up? Oh, um, wow. That's super duper rare. Uh, the top three show that, that didn't fuck it up from start to finish scrubs comes close. Uh, be- the only reason I don't say scrubs is because they tried to do, uh, uh, another season after what was originally the season finale. And that season was fucking horrible, but that's a kind of a weird case because it was a case of where they firmly intended to end the show on that episode and then got thrown a pile of money to make a new season or some shit like that. Um, I see on the OG chat box, someone said mash. That's a pretty good one. Uh, I've never watched the entire show from front to back because I'm too young for it. You know, it's original airing, but it was a good show when I caught it, you know, uh, in reruns and such. Uh, yeah, how about other you? Ones from the, other ones from the chat here. You got Breaking Bad. You got The Shield. I think if I was going to do a top three, definitely The Shield was number one. Number two, I would probably go with The Wire. Number four, number four or number five would be Breaking Bad. And obviously, number three is RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> it's funny you say that. Uh, one of my favorite comics, comics guy named Ron Funches does some jokes about RuPaul's Drag Race, saying it's the greatest show ever made. <laughs> he 
he goes, he's talked about how it was like a combination between like, you know, a, a beauty competition, uh, a, you know, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do his joke. I wouldn't do it justice, but look up Ron Funch's uh, RuPaul's celebrity drag race. It's a, it's a pretty good joke on it. Yeah. I mean, your delivery maybe, on these things are usually kind of lacking. So yeah, maybe, maybe that's what I should start doing whenever I have, whenever I think I have a funny joke is just tell people to go look it up rather than try to tell it. <laughs> we, well, no, we just need to get you the ability to like be able to play clips and then you could just pull it up on YouTube and play it. Does yeah. that even actually be worth a shit? Yeah, um, yeah. Somebody we, I, was I talking about Dexter in the chat. Mm. Dexter was fucking amazing for like three, maybe four seasons. And then it shit the bed too. Mm. Like the you first, I think three seasons of that was a goddamn good show. And then, fuck, they ruined it. <laughs> you know what the guy... What happened to me? Game of Thrones kind of ruined regular TV for me for quite a fucking while. Because uh, before Game of Thrones, I'd never seen anything like that. I'm not sure if there was anything like Game of Thrones where any character at any time could fucking die. It didn't matter who they were, what revel, what relevance they had to the plot. Anyone could die at any time. Uh, and it affected how I watch shows. Like I was watching Home Improvement, and honestly, about halfway through the show, I kept on expecting Jill to get fed up with uh, Tim's dumbass shit and kill him. You know, probably poison him or some shit. You know, I was watching Die Hard, uh, the uh, the one with uh, uh, Jackson. You know, uh, where you know where he's where Bruce Willis is standing out uh, wearing the sign that you know saying you know that he hates all N words or something like that, and I expected him to get shot, right? You know, I shot. I expected him to get shot multiple times in that movie. As a matter of fact, normally right after he he said something fucking witty, because that's how it worked in Game of Thrones. You know, you, you thought the good guy was safe. He he might have just won the battle, says something cool, and bam, he's dead. And that's how I looked at shows for a long time. Anybody was suspect. Anybody could die. And that was fucking cool in a way. So have you have you watched? I I know you said you haven't watched The Wire, which is terrible. Have you watched <laughs> The Shield? No, uh-uh. for many, many years, I didn't You're have a uh, failure as a human. God damn. I, I don't have regular cable and haven't for many, many years. Uh, so unless it's something that I can catch on like Netflix or something like that, you know, uh, so and I'm sure all those stuff are on, on there. The shield is on Hulu. I don't know about the wire, but like, seriously, just grab a Hulu subscription or whatever for a month. I mean, you have 23 hours of nothing to do per day right now. You like, do you know I sleep occasionally, and... right? You said you only sleep like two or three hours. So, okay, yeah, fine. You, so... have, you have 18 fucking hours a day completely free of any responsibility. You could knock out the shield in like a week. Right. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Right, right. And it's fucking worth it. Like, just do it. Watch, watch three episodes back to back. Because I think with any show, you need to give it two or three episodes and then report back. Mm, okay. This is your oh. homework. <laughs> I might give it a shot. It's not, it's not, that is not normally my type of show, though. I'm not interested. It's a police procedural, right? I, I understand a pretty gritty one. but uh... Yeah, but it's an amazing show. Like Again, it doesn't have to necessarily be your genre, but if it's a great show, it's a great show. Okay, okay, fair enough. Well, But that means I get to give you homework. 
Yeah, and <laughs> I will I will pay an Asian kid to do it for me. <laughs> I want you now. This one yours is going to be a little bit harder because I don't think you probably have a subscription to DC online, DC DC online or whatever it's called for their streaming service. I don't have it either, but you can find the show on YouTube, uh, cut up into clips. I want you to go watch the first season of the Harley Quinn Quinn cartoon on YouTube. That sounds super suspect. <laughs> it's um it's not a kid show. It's a 100% adult show. Um it's fucking awesome. You just just watch it. It's really funny. Um it's very well done by the voice talent. Harley Quinn's played by the chick that plays the the blonde on the Big Bang Theory of all things and she does an excellent job. Um I can't say enough good things about the show. It's really funny. Talk for a second. I feel like I'm going to choke. Hold on. So here's the deal. Phone. I I will give it one episode sometime this weekend if I remember. So there's a lot of caveats there. And if it sucks, I will completely tear you into pieces on the Sunday podcast. That is perfectly acceptable. There's no way anybody with a sense of humor is not going to find this show awesome. That, that's how confident I, I am in this. Now, that being said, since it is on YouTube, it's cut up into clips. Uh, it might be difficult to find it in the right order. So I'm pretty sure you're going to come to me on Sunday and tell me that you like watched the first five minutes, couldn't find the second five minute clip and gave up. But we'll see how that so, goes. So here's an interesting thing. Like, allegedly, there is this thing called Kodai out there. And, like, people watch, mm-hmm. like, a whole bunch of, like, kind of pirated stuff. Like, I, I, allegedly, it's a thing. And I may or may not allegedly have it on this computer I'm looking at right now. So I think I okay, may well, that should be, be able to find it. Okay, that should make your homework substantially easier, which I'm glad because I don't do that kind of stuff, and it is kind of ir- irritating to try the try to find the episodes uh, in the correct order and all put together correct. So I'm sure you'll have a lot better luck than I will. Yeah, I would never rely on YouTube to watch a show. Yep. <laughs> well, look at that. We've pretty much come upon the end of the show, which is good because for some reason or another, I'm <coughs> I think my COPD is kicking in or something. Uh, <laughs> I think I got too worked up during the show is what it is. I got myself out of breath, which tells me I need to do some cardio because that's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. If you can't make it through an hour podcast without getting yourself winded, like that's a problem. It is a problem. We'll address that on tomorrow's show, which will be at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, I hope to see the OG army there. You, I appreciate you guys showing up today. As always, the show is you when we wouldn't be here without you. Uh, Ryan, you got anything you want to cover before we get out of here? You're goddamn right I do. Remember, new shit premiere tomorrow, 5.30 Eastern Time, The Other Ground. Jay will be blessing us with Hit Him Up. Oh, Jesus. And I've, unlike the uh, DMX song, I've never even heard this fucking thing. So it's going to be a shit show. <laughs> I, have a, I have a feeling once you play it, you will understand that you've heard it somewhere. Like, probably, probably. This was giant, like, what, 15 years? When did, whenever he died, it was before that. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Excellent. In that case, we will cover that tomorrow, 6 p.m. Uh, until then, I'm Passive J. That's Ryan over there. Say bye, Ryan. Fuck all y'all. Eh, close enough. Bye, everybody. See you tomorrow. <laughs>